Hi, I'm Phoebe with Phoebe's Pure Food, and I'm here at the People Chronicles to share a story today with someone I'm very excited to introduce you to. This is B. Bon of Rice and Noodles, and she has an amazing story to tell. I'm so glad you're joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you, Phoebe. Okay, great. I'm so glad you're here. Um, B. made a journey from Lancaster from the restaurant Rice and Noodles, where she has the most fabulous Vietnamese dishes in the area. And she's doing beautiful desserts as well. But I wanted to open up with a question that we traditionally open up the People Chronicle stories with, which is, what would you like people to learn from your story today? Wow. Um, my journey starts uh, from Vietnam, actually. My parents, um, should I keep it short, like just a, a brief version of what? Sure, just give us like a, an idea okay. of like your back. I'm very curious. Um, well, just to make a long story short, um, I want people to know that our families, family in general is very resilient. And uh, from the Vietnam War to Hurricane Katrina to Lancaster, um, you know, like we we have reinvented ourselves like over the last 30 years. Well, 40, cause I've been here for 40 years now, but, um, yeah, like you can persevere in any hardship or anything that will set you back mm-hmm. as a family. Um, as long as you stick together, you will come out on top. Okay. Yeah. And so are you, are you first generation or I'm the third generation restaurateur. Um, okay. My, my restaurant, uh, background goes all the way back to Vietnam. My grandfather, he was like the McDonald's of uh, Vietnamese restaurants, pho mm-hmm. restaurants in Saigon. Okay. So um, he opened, he had 13 restaurants wow. up and running before the fall of Saigon in April mm-hmm. of uh, 1975. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the last child born in our generation, in my family, before we fled Vietnam to come to the United States. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we did leave and uh, leave Vietnam and come to the United States, uh, not only did my grandfather leave all his businesses and everything that they had worked their whole life to, uh, you know, build up to, my mom was in the restaurant business as well. And um, she started her uh, first restaurant right out of high school. She told my grandfather, (laughs) I don't. I don't want to go to college. I want to open up restaurants just like you. And so before we left Vietnam, um, this is well into where I was born already. She had three restaurants up and running. Okay. So your grandfather had about 14. 13. 13. And then your mother had three Three. restaurants. And this is all before you left? All before we left Vietnam. Okay. And so like when we did leave Vietnam in April, they left everything behind and just took suitcases and pictures. And for my brother and I, she just brought a suitcase of milk for us. Wow. So for the journey, did you have family that was here or did you know anyone coming? We did. Um, my mom's next oldest sister, Mm -hmm. uh, she's one of four, but, um, her sister came to, uh, the United States. She married, a a U.S. army gentleman, my Mm -hmm. uncle. And we knew that, I mean, we had choices, Mm -hmm. I guess, to go where we wanted to, but, we knew that we wanted to come to the United States so that my mom and her family could be reunited with the sister. The sister. Yeah. So it was just you and your brother then? You just have I one have, brother? I have three siblings. My okay. sister was born in the United States okay. after 
uh, after we the moved move. Here. Yes. So your family came and relocated to New Orleans. Uh, not originally. Okay. Um, we actually lived in New York with mm-hmm. my aunt in this t- teeny tiny house. It was 22 of us in a one bedroom, wow. one bathroom house. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is really neat because a lot of people don't know that I did live in Pennsylvania before we moved back up here in mm-hmm. 2005. Um, we were living in New York for probably a year. We, uh, my dad had found a job at uh, RCA. It was based out of Lancaster. And um, so we moved, my, my dad moved our family to Lancaster so that him, my mom, could start working at RCA as just, you know, like a regular worker. Mm-hmm. And um, we did live in Lancaster probably for, just for a year. But um, I have my ties to Lancaster, uh-huh. I mean, before we even moved back. Moved up here. back. Yes. So when you're living with your family, with 20 people in a small space, I can think of, like, a long list of all of the challenges that you would have. What are some of the blessings that you would have found in living in that small well, space? I was too young to, to even remember. remember mm-hmm. But I never thought in a million years that I would be able to feel that way. But when we moved up to Lancaster in 2005 after the hurricane uh, hit New Orleans, which mm-hmm. that leading up to it, uh, 20 of us stayed with my aunt in oh her goodness. house in Lancaster. Again? Yes. <laughs> it was like a family reunion yes, in a sense? Yes, it's really <laughs> surreal how it mm-hmm. happened. And it, it's like almost to the T like 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, maybe, it's not an unco- maybe it's an uncomfortable question, but when you came back up to... Lancaster and live, we're living together and 20 people was were most of the family members still here like, yes do, is, are your grandparents still living my grandmother uh at the time when we moved up here yes my grandparents okay. are still my grandmother passed away in 2007 okay. but yes we all were living under one roof under again the same family okay when yes. you were down in New Orleans did is this when you like let your wings yeah I actually to- like ran my mom's restaurant okay. um I worked since I was little, like in the restaurant business itself, mm-hmm. um, from what I can remember, like just skating around in my roller skates, going from table to table, putting mm-hmm. napkins, <laughs> and then working my way up to like running the register and just learning everything about the restaurant business that I possibly can. I mean, mm-hmm. it's in my blood. I I couldn't deny it, uh-huh. you know. And after finishing school um, and getting married my husband was like, well, what do you want to do? You know, like, what do you plan to do with your degree? Or what do you want to do? And I was like, I I think I'm just going to run my mom's restaurant and, mm-hmm. like, try to build it or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, you you never thought about opening up your own place? And I said, I guess I could. It was all over literally, like, just a dinner that him and I were having. We were having sushi. And from that conversation... We went to go that night. We went to go look at the space that was available uh-huh. that I knew uh-huh. of that my friend had opened up a Vietnamese restaurant that didn't um, succeed. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I know a place that is up for rent. Mm-hmm. Let's just go look at it. And so I went to go look at it and um, called them the next day and made an appointment to come back to see the space. And that's when I approached my mom and I said, you know what? We want to open up our own place. Mm-hmm. We want to open up a number two she had a restaurant in new orleans Mm -hmm. and they were she had been open since 1982 Mm -hmm. but um from that moment i we opened up i started the i guess the family i don't know what you call it but 
just the dream, like the American dream right. that we had always dreamt of. Right. Yeah. So did your grandfather come into the kitchen and help you and guide you, like, with the, with the menu? Or is this something that you decided? Like, how did you decide? Okay. Well, um, the recipe that we use for pho now is still the same recipe that my grandfather used in Vietnam. Oh, okay. It's, we, it's never been written down. It's just from generation to generation, wow. and we haven't changed it. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's better now is the quality of meats and everything mm-hmm. that goes into the soup is so much better than what you could get in Vietnam. Or, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's the only thing that changed. And there's a, our, our yogurt, mm-hmm. our homemade yogurt, is still the same recipe that my grandfather made but everything else on the menu is my mom's creation wow okay yeah so she's, she's really like your she's brilliant in a sense yes in the kitchen okay yes that's interesting my mom sometimes is the same thing for me sometimes <laughs> so when you were when you were working in your own restaurant how old were you you were you were young right well you I opened I opened up my first restaurant in the year 2000 mm-hmm. and um and then three years later we had the opportunity to open up another one. So my mm-hmm. husband and I were like, we can do this. And I got my siblings involved. Mm-hmm. And I asked my sister, my sister had just finished school. And I said, what are you going to do with your, you know, what do you plan to do with your career and stuff? I said, do you want to go into the restaurant business with me? And her and her husband were right in there with Supportive. us. And mm-hmm. that's when I got my brother involved as well. Wow. Okay. And so that's where we had multiple restaurants up and running in New Orleans. Very, we were very successful. Mm-hmm. And how many restaurants did you have? There was before? four that was up and running and one before. was slated to open uh, the week that Hurricane Katrina hit. Wow. And yeah. then and then that happened. Yes. Well, I would I really am eager to hear more about uh, the rest of the story, the journey. So um, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in just a minute. Entrepreneurs, nonprofits, everyday people, need to tell their story. You need to connect with your audience. Find out more about how to use the platform of The People Chronicles to tell and share your story today. Contact us at info at thepeoplechronicles.com or 610-207-6573. Hi, and welcome back. I'm Phoebe, and I'm here with Bee, Bee Bun. I'm so glad you're... Um, Listening in. So I'm interested, V, in knowing you were telling us a little bit about getting ready to open the restaurant, the next restaurant that was slated to be open, and then Katrina happened. So how can you tell me like just a little bit about that journey and how you kept um, it together, especially as a family? Yeah, relocating that to, to that um, area. Well, I was. It was our normal weekend. Um, it was Labor Day weekend. We were running our restaurant just like normal. And in New or- growing up in New Orleans, y- you watch the news and you see hurricanes. I mean, every year we evacuate for hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Every year. It's just mandatory. And I know my family and I, we, we always said, even from when we were little, is if anything big or small comes into the Gulf of Mexico, we're out of here first. And so we have an evacuation plan where I would just book a hotel in Houston We'll leave for the weekend or whatever day that they said need, we need to be out of New Orleans, and we'll be back. Well, this time was different. Um, we told our employees, we'll see you guys on Monday. I had, oh, my employees are like, okay, well, what about our paychecks, and do we go to work on Monday? And, you know, they were asking, and I said, I'll 
page everybody or I'll call you on your cell phone and we'll keep in touch. Um, we'll see. I mean, we saw it was going to be big. Mm-hmm. So I closed up the restaurant, um, all the restaurants, and we drove to Houston. Wow. A, a whole family. And, I mean, we stayed at nice hotels because we thought it was just for the weekend. A weekend. You thought it was going to be just yeah. fun for them. And so, like, I was literally shopping around Houston, the Galleria, oh shopping with my family, mm-hmm. eating dinner, waiting for the hurricane to pass. I have I have one employee that stayed back. Mm-hmm. And she lives um, in the heart of New Orleans, so where it was hit the hardest. Um, I kept in touch with her via telephone. And even... To the point where, uh, when the hurricane passed us, um, I called her, made sure she was okay. She said, "I'm fine, everything's fine. There's about a foot of water. Didn't get to the inside. We're fine. We're we're all okay." I said, "Okay, good." And then that night, I remember watching TV, and then that's when everything changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I still get emotional talking about mm-hmm. it, but it's like everything changes, yeah, like completely. Mm-hmm. And um, but you were with your family. Yeah, we were all together. Mm-hmm. Um, were you able to get back before? Well, yeah. You... Well, we were watching the news, mm-hmm. and they said we're not sure when people can come back in. And I, at this point, I, I lost um, contact with my employee, mm-hmm. and um, that literally overnight, everything flooded like mm-hmm. within hours. So it flooded all the way up to the roof of some of our buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was pregnant at the time. She was wow. very pregnant. She was due any any day. My parents were like, uh, you know, like, we can't stay in Houston. It's, like, chaotic. It was chaotic. Every Everybody that lived on the coastline moved inland to, mm-hmm. to Houston. It was – traffic was horrendous. Overnight, we, we thought as a family, you know, like, uh, we need to go somewhere because not only – did they raise the rate of the hotels knowing oh, yeah. they raised it to the point where it was impossible to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's sister lives in Lancaster and she said, why don't you guys come up here? You can stay as long as you need to. Uh, she's a widowed. So she has a three bedroom house and a fully finished basement. Mm-hmm. So all of us just caravaned up here, 20 of us. Wow. And we set up, we set up shelter set up. at her house. Mm-hmm. We literally did. I mean, like, and we didn't know how long we were going to stay in Lancaster, um, but we just knew that we, we had to stay together. Yeah. Um, you know, like, my family invested every penny that we had into New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like, every investment that we've made, every penny mm-hmm. into New Orleans. And that's, like, one big mistake that we all learn from is mm-hmm. do not put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, how could you ever? Right. How could you ever even guess in your wildest dreams that would yeah, happen? Yeah, we would never. Yeah, never. Did you ever connect with that last employee? That oh, I did. Stayed? Oh, I did. So She's, she like she made it. Like she, she survived. Her story is amazing. Oh, like okay. I shouldn't even be telling this oh, story. Okay. But she yeah, her story is amazing. She, okay. She had to get out on a raft and oh. save the lady next door. Mm-hmm. She made a raft with empty water bottles oh, just to get out. Yeah. yeah, and her dog. Wow. Yeah. I feel like this could be like a longer story. Oh yeah, like it's just hearing, amazing. Like even just hearing like h- how you even went back. See, we're what lucky did you though. We're lucky that we have a plan to leave before yeah. any of this could happen. Mm-hmm. So as that's that's a family, we it just, sounds like it's part of the family like unit. Like it's part yeah. Of the, we don't want to. Like I, I could foresee this happening, but uh-huh. never thought it would ever happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lived in New Orleans for 
30 something years mm-hmm. and you know like you see the wind damage and everything but never mm-hmm. never thought that this would happen to us mm-hmm. and to my parents for the second time right wow yeah. yeah but my mom's like my mom and dad they're like they're like no we're all going to come up here together and we're going to stay here yes so and I- we're like in our 30s we're all married <laughs> with kids well, i don't have any kids but mm-hmm. you know like we're we're adults but yet my mom and dad are like you know what we're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. They're, they're camping now, yeah, yeah. like for a long term. Yeah. And they, I don't know. It's weird. They always mm-hmm. dreamt of like retiring in Pennsylvania. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, so here they are like in Southeastern PA, full yeah. of Amish country farm fields. They're and happy. they love it. They love it. Okay. <laughs> so you don't have, so you don't have children. I don't. But I know you do so much work in your restaurant because I know you say you do a lot of the marketing on your own. Like I love to follow you on Instagram and I love to see what you're doing on Facebook because I love to see like the food that you're putting together. Mm-hmm. But what else are you doing um, to help keep the restaurant moving? Like, uh, are you love the dishes are yours or and how do you include your family in this process? You know what? Every I, we wouldn't be successful if it wasn't for every key family member that's mm-hmm. involved in the business. Like for me, every Tuesday I go and buy all our vegetables at Roots. You go down to Roots? Yes. Oh, wait. How do you say it? Because Roots. Roots? Roots. 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 Okay, Roots. So okay. I go from the time we first opened to wow. now, I go and I pick everything. Okay. Not a lot of people know that, but I, I wake up so early in the morning before the we best. open. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. I, you know, like whatever's local, mm-hmm. I get. Mm-hmm. Whatever we can't get local, then, you know, we have to source it elsewhere. But right. whatever that we can get local, we get. And I go and I pick and I choose and I give back what I don't want wow. or what I don't think is good enough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I've been doing that for the last eight years now. Okay. That's and a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of dedication. It is. But you know what? We save money. Uh-huh. Um, I get to be picky on what I want. And, and the farmers and the people that bring all this stuff out, they know they know me now. Right. And they know what I'm looking for. They know what I need. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's easy now. So a lot of times when people come into the restaurant, do they always get what is familiar to them, like the pho? That's what I always have. I, I think or nowadays. would you encourage um, people to try that's different? I, that's you know favorite. what? It's amazing because when I opened up in Lancaster, I was so afraid that people were... Um, not going to be open to the cuisine because right. it's so different. Um, but I was excited to introduce it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember painting and, and renovating the space that we are on Lettuce Pike. And I was like looking out the window at night and it was like dead. The street's dead. Our next door neighbor, Boston Market, I would look over there and I'm like, oh, gosh, there's no customers. <laughs> so I was mm-hmm. really scared. Yeah. And, you know, like it was a do or die situation for mm-hmm. my family and I. We had... Whatever money that we had saved, we we wanted to make sure that this was going to work, mm-hmm. and it had to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So wow. So it was like a big risk, but you had family that was there to always support you. Yeah, and everybody, and everybody, my, like my my sister, she's like very organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she doesn't help me with the marketing, but she gives me the ideas on how mm-hmm. to put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother in law, he's uh, he's like the outside guy. I mm-hmm. mean, like he, he has so many customers that love him. To oh, come. okay. That come yeah. just to see him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And That's he nice. runs the front of the house. My husband runs the back of the house mm-hmm. and he's a chef. And, um, my mom and dad, they're still they're even though they're are not they in that, are they in there sometimes? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You'll see go them the next time. Yeah. You'll see them come in okay. and out. And then my aunt, the one that we actually stayed with, um, she works t- two days a week at the okay. restaurant just to be there. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, she doesn't really have to work, but she still wants and to be And that's nice there. that you can work together as a family and, and in a space like that. It's not a big space, but in a space like that and still be friends. Yeah. But I wanted to ask, especially now, you said your husband does a lot of the chef work. Right. Um, about the beautiful macaroons that you make. I didn't Thank know. You. Do you make them or does I, your husband make no, them? No, I make them. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me like a little bit about the macaroons? And I know that you brought some that were packaged. I can't wait to try some. Well, the but ones that I brought today... Um, is from the uh, it's for my campaign. It's for the Leukemia okay. Lymphoma Society. Okay. And how I got involved was um, because you know, like I th- I felt like at this point in our our career and at the restaurant, I mean, like when we moved here, when we opened up, Lancaster just welcomed up welcomed us with open arms, mm-hmm. and everybody here is just so supportive. You just I I can't even I can't even put it in words how mm-hmm. supportive they were, and so like we're at a point in our business where. We wanted to give back somehow, and we were approached by the Leukemia Lymphoma Society to run for Women of the Year, and I couldn't say no, one, because my grandmother passed away in 2007 from leukemia, Mm -hmm. and two, it was, I just feel like it's just the right time to do something where I can make a difference and give back to the the Lancaster chapter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely, and that's uh, where this comes in. I make the macaroons. Okay every day they're beautiful thank they're beautiful. you and they're labor intensive uh-huh. it's a labor of love mm-hmm. and sometimes i think to myself i'm crazy for even starting because <laughs> you can't stop now yes um it's big uh-huh. but this particular box i make um is the pro- the proceeds are going to go to uh towards my campaign to benefit the leukemia to benefit the leukemia lymphoma okay. society and that runs through what were that, the dates runs, that runs through may through? 15th okay it was a 10-week campaign and we're halfway through okay almost now so, yeah. well, that's really interesting. And I think it's a great way to show support, especially if you have the opportunity to give back. It's a really yeah. beautiful A lot thing of people don't know so. that um, the French colonized Vietnam for o- almost 100 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, some will say more than that. But, like, the Vietnamese cuisine is very much influenced by the French cuisine, as well as our language. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, uh, the sandwiches and just a lot of our sauces and everything, the the noodle soups mm-hmm. it's very much french influenced okay yeah well it's really i see i didn't know that i have yes. to admit like i did not know that i didn't know there's so much more i need to know and <laughs> learn about food so that was that's re- actually really interesting yes um i think your story is fascinating um i wish we had more time but if there was something that you could share um that would inspire our listeners to do or to become something better like what what do you think that would be if you can inspire or light a fire in someone or maybe offer some kind of hope about something in particular i just think um if you believe in your product and um like you have a good support system utilize that and go forward and um like like i said we weren't we weren't sure how lancaster would receive us mm-hmm. but i swear to you the day that we open our doors we had a line out the door, mm-hmm. and it still continued eight years later. Mm-hmm. So you can make it work anywhere, even in Lancaster, because we weren't sure. You know, New Orleans is a big, big eating community, mm-hmm. and you know, to get people in to eat there is is not hard. Mm-hmm. But in Lancaster, it's you know Dutch County and yeah. just meat and potatoes. But it's changed mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and uh, I like to think that we helped trigger that mm-hmm. to open people's minds about trying different cuisines. Mm-hmm. And not just Vietnamese cuisine, just every, you know, there's a lot of restaurants opening up downtown. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, it's just open up your heart, open up your mind, and open up your taste palettes. Yes, I and love try that. it. Yeah, and all with like the support of family, and family is so important. Ex- exactly. So. That's wonderful. I'm so glad you came. And I'm Thank so you glad for you having me. <laughs> so make sure to tune in, um, subscribe online to the People Chronicles, and we look forward to having you listen in next time. <laughs>